Welcome to the Yakerjack Podcast. This is episode three. So let's get into it. The college football season started today. It's currently still being decided who the day one winners will be. Indeed, sir. Started off with a banger in Ireland. Yeah, I uh, I don't think anybody's surprised. I mean, by the score, anyway. The kid, um, what's his name, Hartman. Uh, he went for four tutties. He didn't have the yards, though. Four touchdowns. I mean, day one. Yeah. I don't really care who it's against, man. That's pretty you good know, start. It's respectable. You can... You can take that, you know, and 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 work with it. Um, obviously, obviously, um, Bandy's having some some issues with Hawaii right now, which is uh, shock you. Apparently, neither team, neither Vanderbilt nor Hawaii, has a completed stadium to play in. And I say you know, that because Vanderbilt is under construction, and. Uh, McAfee tweeted out three hours ago, a retweet, if you will, that Hawaii's locker room, quote unquote, is a tent outside the stadium. Hawaii's is? Well, yeah. I don't know which island Hawaii's stuff is on. Have they been, have they dealt with any, has the campus had any issues with the wildfires or anything? I mean, I, I don't thought, I don't know. I think that they're on the main island. But I could, and quite, I mean, I could be wrong. Let's see. Uh, yeah, from what I'm looking at, it looks like they're, they're, they're not on the, uh, they're not on the, uh, on Hawaii. Where the, well, then there you go. I guess that answers that question. Um, Let's see what other uh, <clears throat> what other scores we got here. So obviously USC uh, is beating the shit out of San Jose State right now in the fourth quarter, forty nine twenty one. Caleb Williams two seventy eight four touchdowns. Yep, yep, yep. He's making high school. Uh, I mean, okay. So it's funny that you asked that because do I want him to win? No. But do I think that him playing at that school and being as talented as he is will probably win? Yeah. I mean, I, <clears throat> I'm i not even saying that there's a better candidate for it, but uh, I just I just don't like USC, if we're being honest. <laughs> I, mean, that's I don't think much really of the country other than Southern California does like USC. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd, I would hope that there's somebody else out there that could – that could do it, but it, at this point, obviously, it's super early. But even the, yeah. you know, just the preseason stuff, it just doesn't look like anyone's gonna be that guy. Um, but that is an interesting um, conversation because we have this Ben Upton tweet that we were talking about earlier. 
Um, Indeed. So, Heisman finalists, Quinn Ewers, Sam Hartman, Sam Horn from Missouri. Now, I, I mean, of, of those three, right, I, I personally, I would, if those were the three I had to pick from, I'd say Quinn Ewers probably has the best opportunity um, to, to... I'm with you on that. Because there's nothing in me that can even... I, I can't pick anything Mizzou. There's nothing in me that can do that. So Nope. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, but I mean, you saw Sam, Sam Hartman tonight. I mean, you know, he, you know, he's, he's good, but I don't know. I don't think he's high. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. It's, it's weird that those are the finalists. Caleb, uh, Caleb Williams isn't even on the list. Um, and then of course, also hates USC. I I mean, I got to give him mad props if that's the case, (laughs) because good on you. Um, but he's got Sam Horn winning, so I don't, I don't, I let's just out of curiosity, I'm going to look up their schedule because I don't, I just, I, I don't know, man. So they're, they're out of conference schedule, South Dakota, Middle Tennessee State, Memphis. Am I missing one? Who who's this Mizzou? Yeah. Oh, Kansas State. Okay. South Dakota, Middle Tennessee, Kansas State, and Memphis. They play all four of them in September. Dude, I don't even think they beat. I, I don't think. I, I don't think they play. They're not going to beat Kansas State. No, I don't think they beat Kansas State. But I think they have a legitimate shot at losing to Memphis. They play at Memphis uh, or they play at home? No, they play uh they play in Columbia, but they got worst the man. worst college football stadium in the entire country. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was there six months ago, I guess. And it's horrendous. Yeah, I can't imagine uh going to a game there. I, I, I was not I was it didn't look great. Uh they play on the road at Vandy, Kentucky, Georgia, and Arkansas. They, they, got, go, they go. I think they go two and two in those games. I was going to go one and three. One and three or two and two. I think one I and think three. The Arkansas game's a toss up for me. I think one and I three is entirely entirely likely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the only, I think they're they're only win there is your Vanderbilt win and I see, Arkansas is too I, close to call for me right now. See, I think they, I think they lose to Kentucky and Georgia. I think they beat Vandy, and I think, dude, just based on the past few years, I, I, I just hard to pick Arkansas to beat them. Because, <laughs> to be honest, it is in Fayetteville though, so that's not a, you know, there's that. So their home games, uh, conference home games: LSU, South Carolina, Florida, Tennessee. I think they lose all of them. The only one I can see them pulling off is Florida. They should they, they should lose they should lose to LSU. They should lose to Tennessee. South Carolina is supposed to be a lot better this year, and Florida is not, frankly. So, okay. So based on that, 
the, well, based Vegas. on your Missouri prediction, one and eleven. That's your. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, because you had them. You had them. Uh, they're they're out of conference. South Dakota, they should win. Middle Tennessee, they should win. Um, they win four. Memphis, Memphis, they should win. So you think three out of conference games, one conference game is their yep. their winning their winning games. Yeah. I uh, I don't know that my prediction is that low, but I like it. I like it. Um, I'm not mad at that pick mm-hmm. at all. So you threw Arkansas in there because you weren't sure about them. Is Sam Pittman on the hot seat? No, no, no. He's not. He's not quite hot seat level. Um, what I mean, puts he's him win there games. this year? What puts him there this year? What record? Yeah. What record? Or, what is or, not? Or what is hot a specific what's game? Hot seat. I don't think you can put a specific game on it. What's his? What puts him on the seat and says next year you perform or you're done? So for him to end up on the hot seat. You should win. Ball game. You should win every out-of-conference game. FIU, Kent State, BYU, Western Carolina. You should be 4-0 out-of-conference. If you drop one of those and, and finish with a decent conference record, I think you're okay. If you... When all four of those, you have to still win. I think the absolute minimum that you can go this season and not be like perform or or buy next year is six and six. If you don't finish the season six and six at an absolute minimum, um, yeah, you're you're. They're gonna start. I mean, they're gonna start. They don't. They're not gonna Brett Bielema the guy. No, 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 no. They're not gonna do that. But I mean, well, you drop the right games, they might. Um, but no, I don't. I, I think. I think. And I think six and six is easily doable. I think. Well, hell, I what did I pick them to go? I picked them to finish eight and four. So I think yeah. if they finish eight and four, he's fine. He's not, I mean, dude, the thing is, there's a lot of teams that fall into this category. And I think um, a lot of the fans of a lot of these teams are aware that they're kind of in in that boat. But the category is basically teams that are, you expect them to play good football and you expect them to have, you know, decent seasons, but you're not at least me as a fan of Arkansas, it's not, I'm not ever really expecting a national title run or even to be, to be honest, or even an sec championship game. Like I'm not expecting that because I know where we stand in the world of recruiting in the world of money. Like it's, they're coming around they're spending some money up there though. Yeah. But they're not going to outspend no, you're not going to outspend, not gonna outspend Alabama. Alabama. Like not, yeah, yeah you're not going to outspend these teams. You're not going to outspend, you know, Michigan, Ohio State. Like, there's team, there, there's only four playoff spots for now. Um, and when Texas and Oklahoma get to the league, it's going to be more teams that you can't outspend. I mean, right. so 
the fact is, is, is if you're in that, you know, if your team is in that tier of teams, I think you should, an eight and four season is not a bad season for a, for a team like Arkansas, for especially no. a team like Missouri, you know, a team that's kind of in that middle tier. You know, if you can go I don't put four, Missouri in a middle tier of anything. They won the East their first year in the league. I mean, they're not. They're not. I I know, but I think we've established where I stand with that group of or that university. Nothing. They're a middle tier team, regardless of your feelings on. Them. They're a middle tier team. I mean, what else would they be? You think they're? You think they're? I mean, let's get personal with it. You think they're? You think historically? Or I won't even say historically because you might actually have a case if that's the art. You think in the last 20 years that they are as irrelevant as Kansas? No. Of course no. not. Why? Yeah, you don't even have to think about it because in the last 20 years, Kansas has done, has had what? One good season? Not winning season. I know they've had more, obviously, but like one season where you can look at the end of the season and say, wow, like this was a good freaking football team. Kansas had one season. Which season? I don't know. Didn't they win like didn't they win like ten games or something one year? They won the Orange Bowl in 08. Yeah, 08. So um Missouri has been Oh and and okay. So, let's look at Missouri for a second. So they fired Gary Pinkle. Gary Pinkle was there from '01 until '15. Yeah. So that his was first <laughs> for six seasons, his highest win, his highest wins was eight. Oh seven, oh eight, he went. Oh seven, he went twelve and two. Oh eight, ten and four. He had one, two, three, five seasons with ten wins or more. In 14 years. He, he had 2014, five 10-win seasons? Is that what you said? Five 10-win or more. He, so he had one, two, two, ten. Oh, did I count that wrong? One, two, three, four, five. No. So two ten, two twelve, one eleven. So he had a two 12-win seasons, one 11-win season, two 10-win seasons. His last 11-win season was in 14. Then he went five and seven. He gets canned. Barry Odom took over. His best record was eight and five. Finished at the Liberty Bowl. Went six and six and nineteen got fired. Mm-hmm. Drinkwitz, five and five his first year, six and seven his second year. So he improved by one game. I think I think he puts himself on the hot seat or potentially looking for a new job if they go off my prediction and win four games. So the Kansas last winning season was 2008, eight and five. They were eight and five in 08. Yeah. 2007, they finished the season 12 and one with a win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 2006, they finished 500 at six and six, Mm -hmm. 2005, they were seven and five. Their last winning season before 2005 was 1995. 
<laughs> so essentially in the last 30 years, they've had five winning seasons. Right. Not, not even, I not even. You. They've had four winning seasons and one season where they were 500 and they've had 25 seasons under 500. Including a couple of winless seasons. 2020, the shortened season, they went 0-9. 2015, they went 0-12. 2012, they went 1-11. 2017, they went 1-11. It is... It is Without question. Missouri has been more relevant than oh, absolutely. Kansas absolutely. in the last 30 years. Uh... I hope they only win four games. I'll be honest with you. I hope you're. I hope you are right. I hope they only win four games. I hope Kansas wins twelve, and I hope they win the national championship because that would just be hilarious. I just want all the chaos, all the all the bad things that could happen to all the preseason picks. You know. Just so it's lose funny that you say that. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or being. I don't know how you're being with that. No, I would legitimately like to see that happen. I don't think it'll happen, but I would. I would. It, I would like to see that. Yes. So the top ten candidates for America's team from Big Game Boomer. Kansas is number Boomer five on list. that list. Kansas yeah. is number five on that list. Of course. Of course. They were basically America's team last year. Well, for the first half. Colorado's you're bringing in the in the front seat because of Neon Deion Sanders. Yeah. Which, I'd agree with that. Then you got America's team though. I mean I mean, I like the guy, but <laughs> that's a. <laughs> I don't know. New Mexico State came in number two. They lost today, by the way. Yeah, they did. Um, at home. Oregon State, number three. Washington State, number four. The Iowa Hawkeyes at six. Texas Tech at seven. Tulane at eight. Mizzou at nine. Michigan State at ten. Well, Tulane's supposed to be pretty good. I just don't understand the hype for Missouri. I don't get it. No, I'm seeing a lot of it. I'm seeing a lot of the the hype on Twitter, online. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure if they just have like a much larger fan base than we think they do, and so there's a lot of <laughs> Mizzou people. You know what I think it is? Actually, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Tell you what, I think I do know why. I think it's because they had one good game last season and everybody forgot that the rest of the season they kind of sucked because they almost beat Georgia. Fair. And I think everybody's like, oh, well, they almost beat Georgia last year. Dude, I'll be the first to tell you. That's a fluke. Missouri should have uh, never yeah. been in that game, in the game. No. Uh-uh. to begin with. Georgia forgot to eat their Wheaties that morning. It just, it happens. Like, I mean, it's it, it just is what it is. There's no reason, in my opinion, my humble, humble opinion, to be as high on Missouri as a lot of these people are. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, what's, what's the, I don't, I don't. I haven't one. looked at it, but what's the recruiting rankings? I mean, do they do they bring anybody know. in? So I'm looking right now. 
So they are 34. They're 34th in recruiting. I mean, it's... which is good for 13th out of 14 in the SEC. So, uh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, which, by, by, by the way, by itself is an insane stat. Right. Like, that by itself, that is that is an insane stat. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't buy that. I'm not buying, I'm not buying what people are trying to sell um, with this, with this team at all. Oh, they got a kid from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, though. Tied in. Sorry, bud. You should have gone to should have gone to UA. Um, they should have went to UAPB. Well, if you wanted to play in the SEC, which it seems like you did because he went to an SEC school, you should have gone to Arkansas. USC scored again. It's now fifty six to twenty one. Uh, this kid at San Jose State has five carries for seventy two yards. It's a pretty good average, bud. I'd say so. That's I'd, a pretty salty average. I'd say it's a decent. You know, it's it's okay. I mean, it's it's decent. What's um, that? Well, I mean, that exposes USC run game or run run defense, doesn't it? Pretty hard. I mean. The kids only carried the ball five times. If they, I mean, if they wanted to expose, I mean, I'm sure, you know. Well, the the wide receiver that Nash, he's exposing their secondary six receptions, eighty nine for three tuds. Yeah, clearly USC's defense is not very good. Which maybe it gets better because I was going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I've. When we do this here in a few minutes, they're one of my playoff teams. USC? Yeah. Okay. I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not I don't like that. I don't like this defense is showing for that prediction, however. But well, the thing is, is, so this is one of the other things you come back to. I mean, now, granted, it's <laughs> it's like we were talking about with Notre Dame. It's the first game of the season, yeah. week zero. Um, San Jose State, San Jose State, may be better than we think they are. You know, not that not that it would matter because they're they play in a relevant conference that you know is irrelevant. Um, <clears throat> but. It's the first game of the season. USC could shore up the defense. San Jose State may be better than we think they are. Like it's it it could be a number of things. Um, right. It's the same thing with the the you know Vandy Hawaii. I mean it's a it's a it's a one score game. It's twenty one to fourteen. Vandy may be taking a step back from last season. They had some good they had some good showings last season. They may be taking a step back. Hawaii may be better than than we think they are. We don't really know yet. Um, if we want to jump right into this. Um, predictions? The predictions. We absolutely can. Um, let me pull up my 
list real quick. Um, so obviously, if if you look at the the general consensus, I think Georgia and Michigan are pretty much the two that everyone agrees on, mm-hmm. right? Um, are Georgia and Michigan in your in your uh, playoff? They are. You want my four, or do you want to rattle them off? How do you want? How do you want to go about giving the uh, giving the predictions? I mean, if we both have Georgia, Michigan, I just want to know your other two. I want to know who else you got in. I don't think we need to talk about those two teams. I, I, just, I really no, don't. I don't good. think it's. I think it's. I think it's unnecessary. So just let's let's talk so about I who should, else you got. So USC. Okay. And my fourth one, I went back and forth on a little bit. But with everybody counting them out, I'm putting them in and going with Bama. I I I don't like it. I know you don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I know you don't like it. Um, but... <clears throat> why? <laughs> Honestly, just because each time that the the media has not given Bama what Nick Saban's level of respect that he thinks he needs from the media, whether he admits that he likes it or, or doesn't like it or whatever the reason is that he gives. Each time that's happened, he's came out and done the opposite. So okay. I'm just going against the grain. And since everybody's putting them out, I'm going to put them in. So let's talk about that for a second before before we um, before I give you my picks. So I just want to point out that looking at the athletic, um, they have what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It looks like uh, writers, and all eight writers have submitted their college football playoff teams, and not a single one has included Alabama. Yeah, I saw that. Every one of them has Georgia and Michigan. Uh, and all but one of them have Georgia or Michigan winning the national title, with the lone exception being LSU. So I just That's got to be a homer pick, right? Uh, I don't know where this David guy... David I mean, Yeah, I don't know where he's from. Maybe. I mean... So you're not gonna like where I almost went either on the, on the other side. You weren't gonna like my fourth pick for the champ, for the college football playoff anyway. Okay, because I was gonna go Ohio State. So here's my thing. Here's 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 my issue with your picks, and it's not to say that I think you're wrong or that those teams can't do it. That's not what I you know I don't I don't think that. Um, and I know what I'm about to say. History does not agree with me. Um, but I think there's a lot of things changing in college football. And I think that with the committee being a committee, obviously year to year, their criteria for ranking is probably going to change as well. And I, again, this is just a personal thing. I personally don't like the idea of two teams in the same conference getting into the playoff when it's only a four-team playoff. 
Um, I mean, I, I get that, but I, I also want the the best four because that's, I mean, that makes for the best games. So how would you feel if the top four were all SEC teams? No, 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 no. I, I, what, I, what I'm, I'm not saying, so, okay, so let me, let me rephrase what I'm saying here, I guess. Um, so what I mean is, is, so <clears throat> I don't think that Alabama, if Alabama and Georgia were to play each other this year in the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. And then they hypothetically were to also meet in the, in the SEC uh, championship game. And then, you know, they, let's say they trade wins in those two games and then they, they're both 11 and one and they both make the playoff. And then that's your national title game. It's not that those aren't the best two teams, but that's the least interesting storyline in the country. It's the least interesting title game you know, at all. I guess my point would be who cares outside of Alabama and Georgia fans about that title game? Same thing with Michigan, Ohio State. Right. No, okay, it's, I get where you're coming from there. I it's get, the I same get that. concept. It's 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 not that it's not that there's anything wrong with the best teams playing each other. It is boring to watch a, the two teams play each other three times in a season, and the third time they play is for the title. Who cares? Like, there's you know, I get that. I just it it's irrelevant to anyone outside of those two teams' fan bases. Whereas, right. you know, for someone like me, my team's not gonna my team's not gonna be in the in the in the playoff. So, when the four teams who make the playoff get selected, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna pick one. I'm gonna pick one that I like. I'm gonna pick one that I want to win. You know what I mean? Well, the if good I, news I've is there is Alabama no Georgia play each other twice this season. I don't want to. I'm, I'm, I, I don't care at that point. The good mm-hmm. news is there is no Georgia Alabama regular season game this year. Right, for sure. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm just saying, like hypothetically, because right, I got you. Because the way that the SEC structure has been uh, up until Texas and OU get to the league, um, that they would play in the regular season every now and then. So right. it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a situation that's impossible. And I just think that makes for a boring postseason. So my postseason or my playoff rather, um, is four teams from four different conferences. Uh, I'm not super confident in these picks, but I will, I will say that uh, I, it's it's a playoff I would like to see. Um, Georgia, Michigan, obviously, we've already discussed that. Mm-hmm. The one that I think you're probably going to give me shit for is Florida State. I think, I think it's make or break for that dude this year. Dude, I think I I I don't hate I, it again. I know, I know. I'm probably going to get shit for this, but I just think Clemson, Clemson's not going to rebound, man. I think Florida State's going to take that. They're going to take that top spot in the ACC. I think you're going to find out uh, what Florida State's all about. Yeah, uh, you're going to. I mean, well, I mean, they're, they're going to. I think. I think that Florida State is going to establish an identity this season, and I think they're going to roll with it, and I think they're going to be really good. And I think they have a really good chance 
to to make the playoff uh, if they can whatever they decide their identity is if they just stick to it because I don't think anybody in the ACC outside of Clemson knows who they are and I don't think Clemson right now is good enough to 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 get to that point they very well may be I just if don't Florida State don't, comes out and dominates or wins with a good performance or flat out dominates LSU. It's at Clemson though in week four. I mean, that's the only thing. If Clemson, what's Clemson's first three? Clemson's first three is Duke, Charleston, Southern, Florida Atlantic. And here's the thing. They could ease, they could lose to Duke. Duke's not a bad football team. They weren't last year. Anyway, I I have no reason to expect that they're going to be bad. They're obviously not, you know, Duke's not playing, not making the playoff, but they're not. They, 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 there's nothing saying they're going to be a bad team. Let's Clemson, just let's Clemson. assume just for the conversation piece of it, if both of them are three and zero going to Week Four at Clemson, obviously College Game Day will be there because that'll probably be a, at minimum a five six matchup. I don't know what the other Week Four matchups are, but I would imagine that yes, that's probably the case. Uh, that'll be that'll be a game. That would be a game to watch. Yeah, I, here's the here's the thing though. I think that with LS, or with Florida State's first game being against LSU, I think they. I mean, I think they have more to. Uh, I don't know. I think they have they have. If they're both three and zero going into the, going into week four, I still think Florida State is a better team because especially actually especially at that point. I'll, I'll put I'll, I'll put it to you this way: if if Florida State loses to LSU and then wins, you know, beats Southern Miss and beats Boston College, goes into Week Four, uh, two and one, and Clint, even if Clemson's three and zero, oh, I still think Florida State's a better team. Yeah. My fourth team, um, in the interest of keeping it interesting. You know, I thought you were going to give me shit for Florida State. You're almost certainly going to give me shit for this. <laughs> is Texas? I think, dude. Who? Do they have a starting quarterback yet? It's Quinn Ewers. Okay. Who's going to stop them? Look at the Big Twelve. Look at the Big Twelve. Who's going to stop them? I'm getting there. Stand by. I want you to tell me which Big Twelve team is gonna is gonna prevent Texas from doing whatever they want all season. Because I don't think there is one. So I also think this is. Um, let me look at something before I get too bold with it. Yeah, <laughs> get bold, bro. Let's let's go. I mean, what's their Brent Venables has Brent Venables has the Brent Venables has underperformed to Oklahoma standards, right? I would I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Um, I think this is the year he figures it out. And I think Oklahoma gives him gives Texas serious serious problems. Well, I think that you're wrong, 
but that's okay <laughs> because if Brent Venables does figure it out, I'll be happy because that means that Texas will lose, which will make me happy. And it means that Brent Venables will win, which I would be okay with because I like the guy. Um, I just and you know, I mean, come on, on Veterans Day in November, you're going to tell me that <laughs> that Bryles at TCU can't can't beat that Texas defense? I'm not saying he can't. I, in fact, I think Bryles is probably one of their tougher OC matchups. I don't even think, I'll be honest with you, I don't even think as far as like like just offense goes, I don't even think Alabama is is as tough as Bryles is just because just because how how okay, look at when he was at Arkansas, right? Mm-hmm. There's no there's no doubt they won games they were not supposed to win, right? Right. He's got arguably better talent at TCU than he had at Arkansas. I don't actually, I don't even know that that's arguable. I think that's just a fact. He's got better talent at TCU than he had at Arkansas. I, I don't think if they get whatever he wants to do, you know, installed, I, I think they give Texas a pretty good run. I think Alabama can probably beat Texas pretty handily, but I don't think it's their offense that's going to do it. I think I think their defense. Who's gonna who's gonna who's QBing for the Horn Frogs this year? Oh, who knows? Um, Chan, your boy Chandler Morris is down there. I don't think he's. <laughs> I don't think he's without uh, looking without looking at the depth chart and just looking at their roster. I'm gonna don't I'm gonna guess here, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I'm going. I'm going Grant Tisdale. For QB? Yeah, QB1. Um, no. Really? He's their third string. Who they got at number one? I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know that I want to tell you because... I feel Is like it Chandler Morris? It's, that's what they have listed. I mean, that's what... There's no way. <laughs> that's what they have listed. Um... <laughs> And as I can see here, see, this is why it's goofy, though. Grant Tisdale is a redshirt senior transfer. It wouldn't make sense for him not to start. Right. 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 I mean, that's. Let me let me let me let me change what I was going to say, or let me change what I just said. If. Chandler Morris is the starting quarterback at TCU. Texas will not have an issue beating TCU. I agree with that. I I don't think TCU TCU will have a losing record when they play Texas if Chandler Morris is is the is the QB the starting QB when they play Texas. <laughs> I that that is I just I can't I, get on I, board with that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in on that. That's okay though. I hope. I hope he is their starting quarterback. I hope they freaking lose. Um. So you had. I just want to. 
just keep record here. Um, so you had uh, you had what USC and USC, Georgia, Michigan, Bama, Georgia, Michigan, Bama. Um, any any other? Um, College football storylines you want to touch on before we? I want to uh, keep. We got to keep going here with this uh, prediction stuff here, bud. For a minute, who's your national championship game? Oh, you want to go the whole? You don't. No, we're okay. going the distance, buddy. We're going. Um. The problem. The problem with that question is that I don't like. Who I because I have to I have to pick I have to pick Georgia Michigan right I have to because I'd be I'd be dumb not to um, <laughs> you to, just to be honest one dumb pick and putting fucking Texas in there I, okay we'll see if it, we'll see if it's a dumb pick come come the end of this the year uh, I I mean my my brain tells me Georgia Michigan my heart tells me Georgia, Florida State. So mine's Georgia, Michigan as well. Michigan winning the title. I think if Georgia, Michigan is the title game, I don't think Michigan wins it. I think Georgia wins it. Well, I'm going Michigan. Actually, let me take that back. Let me take that back. I think Georgia wins it no matter who it is. (laughs) I think Georgia makes makes the title game, and it doesn't matter who they play. I think Georgia wins it if they make it. As long as they can get there, and as I'm long not as they can disagree with that, I'm just going against the grain here with a little bit. So your so your title your your title winner is Michigan. Yep. Okay. Who's your Heisman guy? Caleb Williams, bro. Yeah, I thought so. we already did that one. No, we didn't. We didn't. We talked about it. I said he was mine, and you said he's hard to pick against. He is. He is hard to pick against. He's. He is. He's. I just like I said. I don't know that there's another guy out there that is gonna really outperform him. Um. All right. What else you want to pick? Give me. Give me some more stuff to pick. Oh. Here, let me think on that one for a minute. Okay. Well, um, I I just want to point out that uh, every time I look at the score, USC is just doing doing more. They just they just don't yeah. stop, man. No. You're not doing a very good job of stopping scoring, though, either. I mean, you're not wrong, but at the same time, uh, again, first, first, first game of the season, man. Uh, first game I of the season. So um, let's look at the go look at the fourth quarter of UMass New Mexico State. Okay. And look at I that score. It. Yeah. Fourth quarter. Uh huh. 48 points were scored in the fourth quarter of that football game. 
Yeah, it seems like uh, it was thirteen to ten going into that. Yeah, Good that's Lord. Uh, I I I bet without being there, I bet that place was rowdy in the fourth, man. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm curious. I'm gonna game cast it and just see how. Let's see. So it was halftime. Ten ten. Halftime ten ten. Yeah. UMass goes up thirteen ten twenty to ten twenty seventeen. So New Mexico State never led, and the closest they were was two three. In the fourth, right? In the fourth, it was twenty to seventeen. UMass scored twice in a minute and seven seconds. <laughs> On a 10-yard run by K-Ron Lynch-Adams and then a 55-yard pick six for a tutty. I'm changing my I'm changing my playoff pick. UMass. UMass is my <laughs> playoff pick. <laughs> so just... So let's see. 71 points were scored. The over-under was 45 and a half. Okay. So I think you so they beat they themselves. beat the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy one total points. <laughs> what was the over under in this USC game? Mm, let me look. Cause cause they're already at eighty four right now. So let's see. And 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 I want to know what the uh, what the line was if they if they have it. I don't know. I don't even know where to look for that. I just had it on the other one, but I'm not. Oh, here we go. If you got it, then go with it. I'm... Oh, here it is. Sixty six over under. 31 and a half USC. Yeah, that's what I'm showing. Um, yeah, that's 66. They're I, not I would take, actually, I would have taken, I would have taken the over on that anyway. Yeah, USC ain't going to cover. 31 and it's, it's over. Because San Jose State has a ball and they just got a first and 15 with. 38 seconds to go. Which was how the game yeah. counts on ESPN works. This game's final already. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it is what it is. I mean, USC, you know, they're they're a good team. I don't think they're making the playoff, but they're a good team. Um do we do you have anything else? Today. Well, not on not on college football, I don't. Okay. So I'm last preseason games because... today. I have two things. Well, do we want to do preseason before we do baseball? Because I have two baseball things I want to talk about. But we can do preseason first if you want. Let's hit preseason since today was the last day of it. So first things first, when it comes to the NFL, I just want to point out the Trey Lance trade is hilarious. Um, oh, it's yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um. That, that is, I don't know why it's funny. It's funny to me, though. Um, 
it's funny because of how much San Francisco gave up to get him and then gave him up for a fourth round pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's yeah. Uh, so just a quick rundown, uh, the Steelers 24 to nothing beat the shit out of the Falcons today or no, not today, Thursday. Sorry. Um, most of the other games were close. The Chiefs had a one-point win over the Browns. Oh, and they were down. They were down big. They were down 29 to freaking 16 at halftime. But they yeah. were losing big. Um, Bills with a three-point win. Cards with a one-point win. Uh, Commanders with a two-point win. Yeah, a lot of these games are close. Obviously, the Broncos are beating the shit out of the Rams right now, 27 to nothing with 11 minutes left to go. The Rams are bad. McVay's gone. If they're going to fire him, they don't have a choice. I don't know that. I don't know that they don't have a choice, but they're not. They're good. awful. Yeah, uh, or they haven't looked good. That's not to say they couldn't turn it around. I want to point out though. Um, Commanders, man. Commanders. They're gonna be so, some they're gonna be a team to watch, but just just looking at this, they are undefeated in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Preseason doesn't mean much. Who their OC is though. Uh no, who's their OC? Eric Bieniemy. Oh, well, there you go. That's I'm um, I mean, I've they're going to score points. Yeah. They have good defense, though. I mean, they've got a decent defense. Uh, held the Bengals to 19. Uh, again, it's preseason. It doesn't mean a lot. No. Uh, the Especially you the learn a lot about You learn a lot about your, your backups. Yeah. Because, I mean, all the commanders' games were close. And I'd like to point out something about the backup thing for a minute. Two-point so win. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Two-point win over the Browns, one-point win over the Ravens, uh, two-point win over the Bengals. They won their 3-0 by a grand total of five points. Yeah. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. So Matthew Stafford is obviously going to be your starting quarterback for the Rams. Yeah. Um, Stetson Bennett played good last week. Mm-hmm. Today, four of nine for 14 yards, two interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's what we uh, we in the business call a, uh, a bad day. Um, their current quarterback who's playing right now, who based off just these the stats that I'm currently giving you, is <laughs> their number two quarterback. Seven to 13, 67 yards. No tuds, no picks. Brett Rippian. How about old Jarrett Stidham, though? I got to go back. Hang on. Denver. 17-28, 236 and a touchdown? Yeah, that's, that's solid. Yeah. That's solid. He's having himself a little bit of a day. Uh... Um... The total yards is I don't know if you look if you're looking at the team stats here. This is absolutely insane to me. So right now, again, preseason. Let me preface this by saying this is this is preseason. Doesn't mean a whole lot. But mm-hmm. the total yards right now, 
Denver's sitting on 417. LA sitting on 134. What did I tell you? Remember, you remember episode one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. But if you're, if you want to, if you want to use that argument and the freaking Broncos just scored again. Uh, but if you want to use that argument, if you want to use that argument, look at the freaking Jets too, because you can't, I know. Just, pick, you can't just pick one side. I know. I just I mean, remember the hell that I caught when I said I that out loud. I still think it's a dumb pick, personally. Right. And so right. does our friend uh, who voted. I don't know. <laughs> you know, they think you're dumb, too. That's probably so, your vote, to be honest about it. I mean, if it was, then, you know, <laughs> then that just means I'm smart. That's all that means. Um, I don't know, dude. Well, Jarrett Sidham's not starting, though. It doesn't matter how good he is in the preseason. Because he's not the freaking starter. So, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire played today. I'm sorry. For all the people who showed up to that game that had to see that. One rush. <laughs> yeah. Negative three. Yeah, okay. Pretty good one average. Target, one target, no reception. Yeah, oh, he's a stud. It, it's his. He's going to break out. This is his year. No, that's is every bit of that was sarcasm. I feel like I feel like I feel like that was obvious. Oh yeah, it was. Um. um anyway, Deshaun just, Watson played. He was not impressive. It's not surprising. Five of ten for ninety two and a touchdown. But is my boy Brandon Allen? Did he play at all in this game? In this. Who's he with? Uh, I thought he was still in Cincinnati, but let me look. Unless he moved somewhere. It's hard to keep up. He did not play for Cincinnati, so you're going to have to look him up. Trevor Simeon got all the all but 17 snaps. Uh, no, he's in... <laughs> He's in San Francisco now, buddy. Oh dear God! They need quarterbacks, so because they lost, they lost more quarterbacks than they had on the team last year. Um, so that's actually that's actually not surprising at all. For being honest, um, he played two of two for six, twenty three yards, interception, QB rating six point two. Are you talking? Are you trash talking my guy right now, dude? No, I'm just giving you what he did. It sounds like you're trash talking my guy. In a loss, scored 12 points. They're probably all field goals. Nope. Brock Birdie had a rushing touchdown. So they missed the extra points. That's fantastic. So his current 49er stats is. Two games, seven completions on 14 attempts, 59 yards with two picks. The grand total of 21.7 QB rating, which is funny because his best season was last year when he played, started three games, 28 for 28 for 38. Um, 264 yards, which I guess over three starts, that's not 
right? Um, and no interceptions. Also no T also no TDs, but no interceptions. So that's, you know, got to look on the bright side. Anyway, he's my guy. I don't care if he plays or not. He's still, he's still my guy. Shout out. Um, yeah. So do you want to change your dark horse pick, bro? Do you want to? No. I'm giving, this is your one and only opportunity to change your pick from the Broncos to any other team. Mm-mm. Sticking with it. Okay. Sticking well, with it. I mean, I. when we reflect, I, you remember that I gave you this opportunity. When the Broncos finish as the 32nd best team in the NFL, you just remember this. So I'm looking at the Cowboys Raiders box score. Tell me and... about it. I mean, again, it's preseason, so you're playing, and this is this is the last go round. Like, you're making your fifty three, going to fifty three man Tuesday. Yeah. One quarterback played, Will Greer. Yep, I'm looking at his stats. Yeah. Three running backs played. Mm-hmm. Twelve receivers. They did not have a kick return, apparently, or punt well, return, or did then they didn't punt. No, not three running backs. Who's your third running back? No, I'm sorry, just two running backs. I didn't see Greer there right away. I was say Will Greer rushed for 53 yards. I mean, yeah. that's he was their leading rusher. <laughs> well, yeah, by by average, anyway, he was their leading rusher because uh, their actual leading rusher. Average three point nine yards a carry, while Will Will Greer averaged five point three, which is hilarious. Um, Dak Prescott's gonna be out of a job soon, uh, if we're lucky. Is that mean? I, mean, to I say? feel like no, it's not mean to say, but I feel like with just them playing, they almost it would, I would it would seem like. That they already have their fifty-three man set, and we're just playing, playing guys who aren't going to be on it. Playing guys who aren't going to be on it, and still dropping four hundred and fifty-seven yards total offense. Um, because Deuce Vaughn didn't play. Well, let's see what's the what's the what's their projected depth chart. Right now, Cooper Rush didn't play. So, everybody, I'm just not. Everybody's like, "Oh, the Cowboys are coming, Cowboys." I'm just, I'm not. I don't, I don't believe they are. They've got, they've done nothing that leads me to think that they're like, here they come. Well, they've got exactly two guys on defense who are relevant, in my opinion. Michael Parsons. Uh, Michael Parsons and Stephon Gilmore. And the only reason Stephon Gilmore is relevant is because I like him. I think he's I think he's I think he's underrated. Um I think he doesn't get the the 
respect he deserves. Um, There's just no way that you bring Trey Lance in to, even if you're going to move Dak or move on from him after this season, there's no way that you're saying, yeah, Trey Lance is going to be my guy next year. No. He's done, I mean, he has done nothing to prove that he could, in 2021, six games, 71 of, excuse me, 41 of 71 for 603 yards and five touchdowns, two picks. In 22, he only played two games, but he was 15 of 31, 194 yards and interception. So in his NFL career, he has less than 800 yards, five touchdowns, five picks. There's no way, there's no way you trade for him and he's your guy. There's just, no, I mean, that doesn't, I don't understand. I don't know what they, I don't, I like, I don't understand. Like, I, I guess I'm, I'm having trouble understanding if they, if they traded for him just to shore up like the QB spot because, because they're one of these guys is going to get cut. Like, I don't think that he doesn't short up. I mean, no, I agree. I no, I agree. I really don't know. I I really don't know. Um, it's it it seems like a meaningless trade to me, if we're Mm -hmm. being honest. Um, I don't understand the purpose of it. I'm sure in time we'll uh we'll see. We'll figure it out. But as of right now, it looks like the Cowboys gave up. I mean, I mean, my God, if you're just looking for a backup quarterback, I I get his last outing wasn't good, but Matt Ryan is available. I know they already went down this road. Yeah, Matt Ryan's seventy six years old, though. Like I get that, but what surprises me is that Kareem Hunt doesn't have a te- he doesn't have a team yet. Does it really? Why does that surprise you? I think he's I think I think he's productive enough to 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 have a spot. Ah. Uh... Maybe. I mean, T, um, is he suspended at all? I don't think so. I mean, I'm I'm 100% sure no. So he rushed for 468 yards last year, 3.8 average, three touchdowns. Great numbers. I mean, absolutely not. But I think he. I mean, I think there's a. I think there's a place for him somewhere. I mean, maybe. I just don't. I. I, <laughs> I don't know. Some of these guys now, dude. It's like it's like the Clydeos Alaire thing. Like some of these guys, some of these running backs specifically at that position. Um, some of these guys, when they hit that wall and they start to fall off, dude, they don't come back. They're done. Right now, I get that. 
And I, I understand he's 28, but 28 isn't – it's not old, but it's not young for a running back. Not, not, no, not, I mean, I, I think mean, you're – I was listening to something the other day where they were talking about the average – the lifespan of a of running back one is like five years just because of the, the absolute pounding they take. I mean, maybe the prime lifespan, not the total, though. I mean, even Gurley played four years, and that dude got beat up more than – I mean, that dude – Todd Gurley put his body through more than any freaking running back on the field, and he still played four seasons. So, maybe maybe five-year – maybe a five-year window of, like, productive, like, prime, but I don't think five years is is, you know, before you're just done done. Um, I don't know the Kareem Hunt. I just his his stats recently just aren't there. I don't think. I mean, twenty twenty two played seventeen games. Yeah, three point eight average. Now, granted, twenty twenty one he only played eight. Only played eight games. 78 carries, 386 yards for a 4.9 average. His best season was Kansas City. His two best seasons were Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Actually, I take that back. I take that back. His second his his second best season was was looks like the COVID year in Cleveland, but his two his two seasons in Kansas City are up there. Yeah. So his first season in Kansas City. Went for thirteen hundred freaking yards. Yeah, and 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 four hundred and fifty yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he got involved in that domestic violence shit, and out you go. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I mean, <laughs> man, this sounds stupid, but that doesn't that doesn't make you worse at football. No, it doesn't make you worse at football, but right. So I mean, I don't think that's. Not that he would use it as an excuse, but I don't think that's an excuse for his lack of production over the last five years, four years. Um, well, he went to Cleveland in nineteen, so he's behind right. Nick Chubb. So if Nick Chubb doesn't get hurt, you ain't going in. No, he shouldn't. No, Nick Chubb should be should be the guy. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's I don't think anybody's, you know, debating that. Um, I don't know though. I just Kareem Hunt is irrelevant, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't think he. I don't think he. I understand what you're saying that there's someone that 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 has a spot for him. There's someone that could get some use out of him. I just don't. Not enough for it to matter, and probably to be to be honest. Probably not for for what he's probably asking. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, he ain't asking cheap. No, no. Um. So, yeah. Sorry, dude. Have fun watching from home. Like, also, don't beat up your girlfriend. Like, you know, I'm talking that's... about the uh, asking too much. I know we discussed it last time, and I still don't know that it's too much, but. Chris Jones and the Chiefs are still at an impasse. Yeah. Um, 
he's talking. So I don't, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know. What did you see his tweet? What about week eight? No, he had. What was the? What was the, he tweeted something like? Uh, oh, I can't remember what it was. I should have saved it. How long ago was it? Uh, I think it was a couple days ago now. Let's see here. I don't remember. What the heck was it? No, what was the week eight thing? Somebody he responded to somebody on Twitter who wrote like a a letter of plea, like come come back and play. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before you, you're we're, you're you're behind, buddy. I mean, I am too because this is the first I'm seeing of this, but. Are you look up look look at just go to explore and click on and, and type in Chris Jones on Twitter. Surely that's not accurate, right? I don't want to say it because I don't think that I don't think that's I don't think that's real. Forty seven minutes ago. I don't think that's real. I don't think that's real. Disregard. Disregard. Adam Schefter put it out. Well, that's no, not that's not. Account. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> that's not Adam Schefter. Uh, I'm going to need. I'm not buying it until I. You, my phone would have went off. I think I think everybody's phone would have <laughs> would have went off. Um, now, to say that, like. The Bears have reached out. What is his freaking Twitter account, man? I can't find it. Stone Cold Jones. That's what it is. Yeah, dude, they're not trading. They're not trading him. Not for that. That's not enough. That's not enough in return. So, August 23rd. What day was that? Tuesday? No, Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, he posted, thank you, God. He's been, he posts that randomly, though. Does he? Yeah. He'll post, like, I don't see him. He didn't post it anywhere else. No, it's, he has it in there. I went back pretty far. I went down a rabbit hole. Okay. Well, anyway, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was something relevant because of what's going on with him and the Chiefs right now, but maybe not. Maybe it doesn't mean anything. Um, so anyway, the Week 8 thing, he responded to somebody on Twitter um, saying that he could come back Week 8. Um Someone said that'd be a hefty tab, and he replied to them and said, "I can afford it." Uh, and there's some there's some significance of week eight in the NFL um, that I'm not 100 percent sure what is. Let's see if I can find something on it. Uh, I'm not seeing anything. 
as far as why it's significant. Um, but maybe is it significant for the Chiefs or? Oh, no, I know what it is. I remember what it is. So the significance of week eight is his cap hit, his franchise tag hit for next season. Oh, okay. So the yeah. franchise tag for next season is somewhere in the range of like 20, I think 22-ish or mid mid twos. And if he doesn't come back until after week eight, it goes down to the franchise tag hit goes to like 12. I know it's not been made public and no one seems to know what was offered, but I'm rare and I'm surprised it hasn't made it out somewhere been leaked, but I'm curious what they offered him. I just, I'm curious what he turned down. I mean, it had to be quite a bit. It obviously wasn't what he wanted, but it had to be quite a bit. I mean, I don't know what you offer the guy. I mean, I get he wants not $32 million a year. No, no, but I, I was getting ready to say knowing Brett Veach. Obviously, I don't know Brett Veach. But <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, you guys don't hang out sure. on the weekends. Like, no, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. If we did. Maybe I get a reserved parking spot at Arrowhead. Um, but he made it clear last year with Tyreek Hill, like he's not going to make. He ain't going to just shell out millions of dollars for guys. Now, right? I get they did to Mahomes, but... That's different. I, it is. It's 100% different. It's a different position. It's a different market. I think... I bet they offered him like 26. Four years, 26... Or four years at 26 million... To, a year so would that be like four years i bet they offered him like four years how 90 million yeah if i was just guessing and he probably well 26 would be like 104 right i don't know where's my calculator at well because 25 for four years is 100 so, if you do, I mean, yeah, I think I don't know. I think between that twenty, maybe twenty six, between twenty six and thirty somewhere. I mean, that would be probably ideal, you know, for as far as yearly. I guarantee you, know. you it was low end, and I, 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 they're not going to get. He ain't going to get twenty nine thirty. I bet twenty. I bet their stalemate is at twenty. I bet the Chiefs. Well, his if they counter came up, I bet is, they came up to. 28 is what I, I bet their max is. Well, his value that we were looking at a couple of weeks ago, his, his supposed value is $32 million. Yeah. I'd... But like you said, with what Aaron where Aaron Donald sits, there's no way there's no way you pay Chris Jones $32 million a year. No, there's no way. So I don't know how long he holds out. Andy Reid seems to be done with it. Um, he just said, next guy up, we'll move on. If he's here, he's I mean, here. I hate, I hate to on. say it, but they, they absolutely should. They absolutely should be done with it. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't. There's a, I'm not going to use the word majority, but there's a lot of the fan base that is just. Here's a problem. Here's a problem. This is what I think part of the issue is. Um, It doesn't get brought up as much in the NBA and the NFL as it does in baseball. In baseball, pretty much every time there's a trade or, you know, people start talking about um, free agent signings or payroll, the, 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 the general consensus that everyone understands is that this is a business. Mm-hmm. We understand that you like these players, they play for your team, whatever. This is a business. And obviously in the NFL, NBA, it is too but it doesn't get talked about near as much in those sports that these teams are a business. And if you got a guy like Chris Jones, who I'm not, okay. I'm not going to quantify what specifically Chris Jones is going to bring the Kansas city chiefs money wise. But if you've got a guy that's asking for more money than he's going to bring you in return, it's that that would that's what we consider a bad business decision, right? So I mean, like, like the guy, hope everything works out for him. But if the people who employ you think that you're not going to bring them, you know, bring in what you're what you're being paid, if it's not a net positive for the company for the business, right? Dude, they're not going to pay you. You 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 know I. And I hate to say it, but it's just the way that it is. People need to, you know, kind of look at these other sports the same way everybody looks at baseball. It's a business. Like I said, it. it, it I mean, everybody knows that, but it doesn't get talked about near as much in those sports, uh, I right. don't think, as it does in baseball. Um, but it absolutely is the same. It is a business, and you can't pay a guy that's that much money if it, if you're not getting anything in return. And it's not that you're not getting anything, but you understand what I'm saying. I feel like you understand yeah. exactly the point I'm making. Um, yeah. Trade him. Trade him. I mean, yeah. somebody out there is going to give you a significant package for a guy like Chris Jones. There's somebody out there that needs a guy like Chris Jones, and they're going to give the, you – I mean, the Dolph- you, it happened last year. The Dolphins gave the Chiefs what they – essentially whatever they wanted. Right. And then Tyreek Hill went and made, he went and got what he wanted money-wise. Right. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's nothing against any of the players or the teams or anything, but it's a business for everybody. It's a business for the player. See, that's the other thing. That's the other side of it. It's a business for Chris Jones just as much as it is for the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So the fact is, if they're not going to pay you, then you need to be finding a different team to go to that is going to pay you. You know, um, I don't know. That's just kind of the way I look at it. You know, I know everybody in Kansas City loves the guy, but dude, if you can't afford him, you fucking can't afford him to go. Get, yeah, and do your best to get the best. I mean, a good replacement for him. Yeah, that's all there is <clears> for this year. That's all there is. Then... It's, it's it's that simple. I, I get the holdout, like, but I understand entirely why Andy Reid is trying to wash his hands of it because yeah. 
he's got a football team to coach, and he can't be worrying about the guys who one guy aren't there. I mean, it's just it. He's not there. He's not right. there every day. And Andy Reid and and sixty some odd other guys are there every day, and he has no reason to worry about the guys who aren't there. Right. Um. So. We'll get into NFL this week, uh, you know, when games start picking up and my uh, so they got a hell of a team. they got a hell of a break. They don't go till the seventh of September as their first game. Well I mean that's not a hell of a break. That's what a week, well, a week I mean, and a half. Chiefs Lions is your first game on Thursday night, so week okay. and a half. Well, anyway, when my fantasy football team starts beating everybody, you know, I'll be sure to keep everybody updated on that. <laughs> um, I do want to move on, though, because there's a few things in baseball, Major League Baseball, that I want to talk about. Hit it. So the first thing I want to talk about is an interesting stat that was that we may have talked about before, but it, it continues to be true. Um the Orioles still they're rolling have never been swept since Adley Rushman made his major league debut that is they're at like like uh what did I hear I think they're like right at 80 right around 80 full like series that they've not been swept since Adley Rushman made his major league debut, which is an insane stat. Like, is absolutely... Yeah. That is insane. Um, Love it. So, obviously, the big news in Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani. Going back to that financial thing, man. Dunzo. He just lost a lot of money. Dunzo. UCL tear. Oh, it's a tear. That's what... Oh, that's wow. yeah. That's it, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's it. Um, God dang. Yeah, Torres UCL. Don't know if he needs surgery yet. But here's the deal. Here's here's the deal. So I don't know the details because the details aren't out yet. Um, but essentially. There are conflicting reports or conflicting sides or arguments or whatever you want to call it of why this happened. One side is convinced that the Angels ignored Otani when he expressed concern with his arm pain Mm -hmm. and are blaming the organization for this injury. Uh, I think the Angels have said that Otani declined. What did I, ju- I just read it. They declined um, something, some kind of checkup or something like that. So the angels are putting it on him, but I'm going to be that guy and say, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters uh, if it's the Angels' fault or if it's Otani's fault. Otani's a competitor. I have every reason to believe that he's going to do everything he can to play every day, regardless of whether he's cramping or not. You know, he's the dude is a freaking competitor, man. He wants to be out there. So I have no issue believing that. 
Um, the Angels are a poverty organization, so I have no issue believing that it's their fault. Like, it could be either. I don't think it matters. What I think matters is that, like, what are we, the fans, losing with Otani not playing? Like, with Otani, the greatest player in baseball, not being on the field, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, That's it tough. sucks. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It's, there's really no other way to put it. It sucks. Also, the best closer in baseball, Felix Batista, also injured his UCL. So, um, doesn't is say it, what. So the there's a lot of UCL stuff going on. Yeah. Is it? Dude, I think I think we've had this discussion before, and I think because uh, I know I feel like I know what you're going to ask. What like why? Yeah, is it lack of rest between outings? Is it? I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. I think is it lack of. I've said this for a little while, and this is what I think it is. I think ninety ninety percent, call it, just put a number on it. Ninety percent of uh, UCL injuries nowadays can be attributed to one thing specifically, and it's that pitchers don't throw like they used to. Guys, okay, just for reference, look at DeGrom, right? DeGrom is a perfect example of this. DeGrom starts a game, right? How many pitches that DeGrom throws is he given everything he's got, right? Most of them, I would say, right? Now look at a guy like Nolan, right? The dude... Nolan, he he's he's gonna throw, he's gonna throw, he's gonna give it a hundred percent for what? 10, 15 pitches a game. Yeah. Right. Twenty maybe. Everything else, he's 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 just doing what he needs to do to get through the batter. But but these guys now, man, it's because the hitters are so good. The hitters are so good. The pitchers got to be good, you know. So we're gonna you you got these guys going out here and they're throwing this and and i don't think it's a huge issue yet but um these kids nowadays are coming up throwing like this yeah i mean there's i think it's 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 not a rest issue in the sense of like days off I think it's a rest issue in the sense of in a six inning start, how many pitches are you are you just kind of sending, you know to 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 get to get a pitch basically. I mean I, I don't know how to word it. I'm just like, I like got you on that. at what point at what point are you giving your arm a rest while you're playing? Right. You know, because guys used to do that. And those guys played nine inning games at a higher clip than anybody does now. It's almost, you almost never see it now. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that these dudes are out there. Like I said, every, every pitch is a life or death pitch and it's, it's screwing guys up. I think that's my opinion. 
I, could be wrong. I mean, I don't think you're wrong. I, I'm going to throw, I think something else plays into it a little bit is the, the terrible behind the plate umpiring. They're throwing more pitches. Um, Cause you get behind an account, you're definitely not taking off a, a pitch. You get down 0-2, like your next three pitches are everything you've got because you're fighting back, trying to get the They didn't used to be, though. I know. I'm talking now. Like the umpiring behind the plate has been so bad right? this year and recently that it's pitchers are getting behind in counts and having to give, throw it with everything they got to come back. Well, and I don't or, think – Or if they throw it. something in there that's shit – you're giving up. You're giving up potentially a run, a minimum a run, potentially. I'm gonna be careful with how I say this because I don't. Because I this is gonna sound one way, but I don't necessarily mean it that way. But I think some of it can be attributed to the pitch clock as well. And I I don't think that the pitch clock is hurting people. That's not what I mean. But but some of these guys are used to being able to take their time essentially. I mean, that's, that's yeah. really what it boils down to. And now you can't. So. I mean, I get the purpose of the pitch clock. I don't necessarily agree with the time. I think, and I'm sure there is plenty of studies done on it, but. Oh, tons. And that's the thing is it's hard to argue against. It's hard to argue against all of the testing. Right. That they did before they actually implemented it. Same thing with the bases and the, um, What else was it? The bigger bases and something else. Uh, but they, they they did all this, you know, they tried it out in all these other leagues and stuff for the longest time. It's hard to argue against that. Like, if you did all that and collected the data, who am I to say that that's not the way that it, you know. How close do you think? The other thing was the uh, the computerized strike zone. How close to MLB is that? Do they get Dude, there? Dude, I'll be honest with you. I don't think, I don't think it, I don't think it, I don't think it. I don't think it happens. I don't want it to happen. I, I mean, I'll put you, I like I the, I like the human happens. element. I like the human element in all sports. I don't think it happens um, anytime soon. If it does happen, you and I will be <coughs> old and gray because I don't think that's, and we both I do not, I do not think that's something that they are. Honestly, I don't think it's something they're prepared for the pushback. And even if they are prepared for the pushback, I don't think they have a solid way to implement it yet. Right. 15, 20 years, maybe. But here's the other thing about it, too, that people may not think about is what is the what's the collective bargaining with the union, with the MLBPA look like when it comes to a computerized strike zone or automatic strike zone or whatever you want to call it. What is the, well, I mean, because the fact is, is they've got a say in that too. Right. So, you know, if the MLBPA doesn't, isn't on board, they're going to have a tough time making that the norm, I think. Now, I could be wrong, but I just... It seems to me that we're farther away from that than, than I think some people think it really is. 
I, mean, I hope so. I mean, in all sports, I like, I mean, I like the human element in it because human, we all, we're going to make mistakes all the time. Well, the fact is automatic strike zone doesn't take out every other, every other, you know, I think, I think the automatic call. strike zone almost adds more time to, I think it extends your games again, which is what you were trying to, you were trying to shorten your games with the pitch clock and the other stuff. I think I would argue that the automatic strike zone ext- extends the games because if you challenge a pitch, they've got to go review it. Okay. Hear, okay. What about this? Hear me out. Why not? You talk about these calls, right? These, these terrible calls behind the plate, mm-hmm. right? Dude, add a pitch challenge without the automatic strike zone. Just add a pitch yeah. challenge now. And I don't know what the rule is, and maybe you do. What's the rule? How many strike zone challenges do you get? So I don't I don't know the number. I believe it's like three per game or something. I don't know that. I don't know the number. But what I do know is that the only people who can challenge a call are the pitcher, the batter, or the catcher. The manager can't challenge it. No one from the dugout can challenge it. The you know the only people who can challenge a pitch are the pitcher, the batter, and the catcher. Mm-hmm. They can't, or it's supposed to be where you know this way because um, those are the only three people who are essentially involved with the pitch, right? Oh, and they have the best view of the pitch, so you can't like you're not supposed to. It has to be immediate, is what I'm trying to say. Like you can't get a signal from your from the manager saying, you know, challenge that or whatever. Right. Um, if you're going to challenge it, you have to make that decision at the plate or on the mound, you know, wherever you happen to be. And the thing is, is do it without an automatic strike zone. You get rid of some of these Angel Hernandez level calls, you know. Right. Or Laz Diaz level call, you know. I mean, they're 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 at this point they're interchangeable. Um, yeah, dude, add the add the freaking pitch challenge. Why not? Say you get three games. Really? Say you get three a game. Does it really add that much time to the game? No. 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 (laughs) Like now, the argument at that point would be. Well, how do you challenge it without an automatic strike zone? You don't have like there's no there's no and my argument is that would be essentially be the same way that you challenge calls anyway. Mm-hmm. You got a group of freaking umpires sitting in a freaking glass box watching TV screens and you say, "Hey, was this a strike or was it not?" And they say, "Yeah, sure was." Right. Or no, it wasn't. I feel like your I feel like your challenge, your strike zone challenge should be there's no I don't see any reason why it shouldn't be relatively quick. 15 20 seconds tops. Right, but I mean here's the other thing about it too. If you get 3 let's let's just for argument's purpose, let's just say it's 3 a game. Are you are you using one of those challenges in the second inning when you get rung up on a ball outside? 
I think it's going to depend on what I got on base and what like what, where I'm at in my lineup. I mean, there's in a the second though, too. and you only get three for the whole game, and you're burning one in the second. Where am I in the season? Where am I in their standings? I mean, that's there's fair. So much that yeah. plays into that. A hundred percent. That's fair. But you know, game one or game game thirty? No, I ain't using that. Not in the second. Anymore. Right. But I guess I guess my point is if you if you limit it to three. You're not going to be using them in low lever- leverage situations. No, I would like, argue there's probably plenty of games, unless you're Aaron Boone, where they might not get used at all. Aaron Boone might not make it through his first <laughs> pitcher without having burned through all three of them. Right, like right. Aaron Aaron Boone would be burning those things left and right. I almost I think feel Aaron like Boone he's trying to get fired. I think point. Aaron Boone hates umpires. I think Aaron Boone just probably has a, like, you know, like a lot of people hate clowns. Right. That's how Aaron Boone feels about umpires. He's probably going to be bad an experience. umpire for Halloween. Yeah, he had a bad experience when he was a kid, and now. Because he, he ain't going to be playing baseball. And now he has nightmares of umpires making bad calls or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's hilarious. Um, I want to point out, uh, since we're on baseball, the Mariners. I know they just got done whooping up on uh, on the Royals, but I just God. I just want to point out the Mariners are uh, are killing it. They are, they are, they are surging, my friend, at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in their last ten, they are eight and two. They're nine and one. Nine and one. Yeah. It's funny, uh, going into today, so before the games today were played, um, the Rangers were on a seven-game losing streak. Yeah. Still first in the division. They have since broken that streak. They beat the Twins today. Um, Now it's a tie. Tie at the top. Uh... Eight-game losing streak. Sorry, they lost eight in a row. Um, they beat the Twins, four-run, ninth inning to 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 beat them. Um, the Mariners beat the shit out of the Royals again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dropped fifteen on them. You know. Um, Tiago Hernandez, two homers and six RBI. You know, no big deal. Just have yourself a day, bud. Um, yeah, dude, the AL West. I know the AL East is is what it is. You know, best division in baseball, but the AL West is is shaping up to be a a fun fun division. Yeah. No, absolutely. The last, uh, how many games are left? Uh, we're about 40, 35, 40 games left. 30, maybe. Close. 30 games left. close. Um, yeah. Full-blown tie for the AL West. I like it. And the Rangers um, are only one game back. The Astros, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant, Astros. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no other division is is anywhere near that close no 
<laughs> it's it is uh that's gonna at be least, a at least is three rays are three back but yeah but uh but that's with, it but that's but that's with baltimore at the top too so right because at this point the jays aren't even aren't even a wild card team right now so i mean the blue jays are essentially 10 and a half back with uh at the end of august i mean you're you're not Mm-mm. You're 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 done. You may be able to sneak in a wild card, but dude, you got Houston, Seattle, um, and Tampa Bay ahead of you. You're already you're seven and a half back on Tampa Bay, so that's not that's not gonna happen. Your closest your closest uh, wild card teams to to run up on are Houston and Seattle or Texas since they're tied. Um, you know what makes me feel good. A couple games back from them so i mean that's on you know anyway yeah go ahead that the only team currently eliminated from the playoffs is oakland <laughs> and kansas city's not there they will be yeah. by yeah, next week more days no yeah yeah. For, yeah 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 kansas city will have that e next to them in a, in a few days man you just you just uh you just wait what's dodgers, funny dodgers got the nl west locked up the central could central could get interesting. Uh, see, I don't think the central is going to get interesting uh, as far as the division winner goes, but I think that the Cubs and the Reds they're fighting they're fighting for one wild card spot. That those two right. teams are fighting for one wild card spot. Um, and I think that will get interesting, but I think the Brewers have pretty much solidified that. I don't know the Cubs. The Cubs. The Cubs are on fire right now too. I could be wrong. The Cubs. The Cubs very well could you know make a run. Um, they have a series the, coming up. Let's see what's the schedule. But the Brewers like? have looked pretty good. I feel like they've they've made their case for division winners. So they got a three game stint with Mil- they got a three game stint with Milwaukee at home starting Monday. Yeah, Brewers have won seven in a row. They're pretty hot right now. So I mean, now granted, the Cubs, Brewers, and Cubs are both seven and three in their last ten. So the Cubs are hot too. Um, I want to point out something funny. So Rangers Mariners are tied for 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 first place in the West. The Astros are one game back from those teams, right? Mm-hmm. The Rangers, who have led the AL West for the entire season, are sixty nine point two percent chance to make the playoffs. The Mariners seventy eight point eight percent chance to make the playoffs. Nine, essentially ten percent higher. Right. And the Astros, who are currently in third place in the division are 1% higher than the Mariners at 79.8. <laughs> I'm curious where they get the – it's obviously previous – or is it, maybe it's the what's left of their schedule. That could be it. That could be it. Also, I mean, you got to understand, I mean, the Astros had just had, what, in the last two weeks they've had Altuve come back. They had Jordan come back. Um They've had some guys that were hurt. So here's uh, the series they're left for. They have Houston. Review. 
Astros. They've got San Diego at okay. home. Trash. Oakland at home. Trash. At Kansas City. Trash. Home against Baltimore. Home okay. against Kansas City. Trash. At Seattle at Arizona. It's got to be. It has to be based on. It's got to be schedule. Yeah, because 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 that's a that's that's a easy fucking road. That's cupcake. In a bad way, that's cupcake. Yeah. The only tough series they got is 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 Baltimore. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, Seattle. Like you, you know, Seattle's good, whatever. But like, I mean, is is Baltimore? Um. What are the Rangers got? Let's see. Pull it up. Rangers have Yankees, Twins. Wait, the Astros still got to play the. Where, where did you start reading back from? Because the Astros still got to play the Rangers one more time. Yeah. No, I started at their. I started based on ending today. So they've got one series. They got a one game. Rangers have one game left at Minnesota tomorrow. Then they got yeah. the Mets. Then they got the Twins again. Astros, A's, Blue Jays, Guardians, Red Sox, Mariners, Angels, Mariners. Yeah, their last three. They're out of their last four series. They have the Red Sox once, the 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 Mariners twice, and the Angels once. The Rangers have, and they get Toronto. They're at Toronto for a four game mm-hmm. spot. They get Oakland for a three-game series. That's it. Well, I guess the Mets. Right. Okay, the Met, the Mets. Though they should, they should, they should be able to handle the Mets. Um, but outside of that, I mean, Minnesota's not great. So, but they're still top of their division. So, one of those percentages, the Reds are not. <laughs> the Reds don't have a fucking shot. Let's see what they I got. They're about. sitting at twenty-something percent. I mean, if they if they if they get hot. They they could. They, they could do finish it. finish at Arizona tomorrow, at San Francisco. Four game four games versus the Cubs at home. Three Seattle, three St. Louis at Detroit for three at New York Mets for three home against Minnesota home against Pittsburgh. Two games at Cleveland and then three at St. Louis. That's tough. I mean, they've got some cupcake, not cupcakes really, but they've got some series in there they should win. But most of that is going to be rough to get through. I don't think the Reds are. I don't think the Reds are getting there this year. Yeah, probably not. I think you're. I think Cubs, Cubs, D-backs, Phillies. I mean, Phillies for sure. Phillies are in. Um, in my opinion, ninety-two point four percent chance. But right. to me, the, Philly, the Phillies are they're a lock. Um, so you got two more spots. Cubs D backs, I think is is that's the general consensus right now. That's the that's what the percentages say. I think that's it. Yeah. Um on the other side, so it says the the J the Blue Jays have fifty five point five percent chance. I don't think they I don't think they make it. I don't think the Blue Jays get in. Let's see what there's what are they looking at? Let's see here. I know we've read them off a ton. But Cleveland, Washington, at Colorado, at Oakland, home against Kansas City, home against Texas, home against Boston, at New York, at Tampa Bay, home against New York, home against Tampa Bay. Well, their next four series, they should 
if they went if they if they won every game of their next four series, I don't think anybody would be surprised. Right. Um, but I just dude, you're 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 looking at Houston, Seattle, and Tampa Bay. Is Toronto gonna get in over one of those teams? No. No. I just want no. to point out that um, there are two minutes left. Hawaii has the ball at the 20-yard line, down one score. Get out of here. It's 28-35 Vandy. There are two minutes, 14 seconds left, and Hawaii is about to start their drive. So, hopefully, hopefully the the Commodores can prevent you know being that SEC team, but we'll see. Uh, so the Felix Batista injury definitely hurts the O's too. I know they're rolling. You know, you know, I like the Orioles, but the Batista injury it hurts. Also, Joey Votto just went back on the IL. For the Reds. Same injury? Uh, shoulder. Isn't that what he was out for? I don't remember what he was out for last time, but I know he's out for a shoulder this time. Um, and before we move on, Paul Skeens. Tough, tough, uh, tough outing, wasn't it? Tough is, is a word for sure. <laughs> Um, it may be a little bit of an understatement in this scenario, but it's definitely a word that, you know, you could use. Is it a confidence killer? <laughs> Your first start, uh, after getting called up or not called up, but, but moved up double a, um, two walks, three hits, four earned in, you get pulled in the first inning. Yeah. Uh, Back to the drawing board. I mean, I now let's 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 be honest, right? The best pitchers in the league have bad days. Absolutely. But it is interesting. It's your first start in Double A. You just got and called you just, up, or you just got moved up, bed. and yeah, I mean, surely it's not nerves, right? Paul Skeens isn't a nerves kind of guy. He's a freaking stud, is what he is, which is why it's weird, right? And he was still throwing gas. That's the thing. He threw from this from the article I'm reading. He threw two. He he hit a hundred twice. He had 12 pitches at 99, so that's 14 of his 33 pitches were triple digits or just under. Yeah. I don't think it's a confidence kill for him. I think it's just a... He generated... It wasn't his day. 33 pitches, he generated three swing and miss. 
which is it's just yeah i mean and you may be right i i don't think a guy with his level of talent with his ability i don't think it's a this has got to be an outlier right oh yeah but it is crazy to see there's no doubt about that i mean it's 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 I mean, it, it does. It, it makes your it makes some of your Pittsburgh Pirates fans go, "Holy shit! What a, like what what just happened?" Well, it also makes all those uh, oh, he's MLB ready reports look kind of goofy right yeah. now because it might look like you might not know what you're talking about, you, right? You know, which is funny because I think I think even I said that he looked MLB ready, so it's just a I don't know. It's a it's 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 a goofy outing. Um, real quick, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but real quick, how do you get a gun into the stadium? Because professional stadium these days, there's it. I don't know, dude. I've been I've been to professional like stadiums, bro. It should. I have to go through a meth anything. detector. I have to get you know wanded. Yeah, like. I don't know. How, like, how did this happen? I don't know. I don't know that you're. I don't know that you're going to know. Um, I am reading where investigators aren't sure whether the shots were fired from outside or inside the ballpark, and I don't know the White Sox layout enough to know if outside. I mean, obviously, outside is possible. But where were the two victims at when they were hit? Because I'm not. See, it says the prevailing theory is that they came from outside the ballpark. I just don't, I, to me, not saying that didn't happen. Not saying it's impossible. It just seems unlikely. Like, exceptionally for me, For me, it's going to depend on where, where, was, where was this woman, where were these two women at when they got hit? Well, it's on where the at? video. There's a video of it. Where I mean, they're in the. I mean, from what it looks like, they're in the. I mean, they're in section. What is this? One sixty one, one forty one, something like this. Uh, I don't know how their sections are done, but let's see if this will show me anything. I gotta wait for ads. So I mean, that ain't gonna show me nothing. They the the police the police apparently asked them to to stop the game and they that didn't happen. Um, security and CPD felt there was no threat to the fans at the game. That's uh, what this says. post-game concert where Vanilla Ice was performing got canceled, but not because of the shooting, apparently. So where the this camera angle that I'm looking at, where the stands are virtually empty in a circular-type pattern, where there's security and police around, which damn, looks to be left-center field, there's no way they came from outside the ballpark. I don't, I don't, I, I, 
personally don't know or don't think that they could have. Or not that they not necessarily that they couldn't have, but that for them to have come from outside the ballpark would have to be one of the most freakish, unlikely There are probably things that have been described as miracles that I would say are more likely. You know what I mean? Like, it, it would be outrageous. But so I'm looking time, at a Google Maps difficult. overhead view of White It's also difficult for White me to Sox understand stadium. how you could get a gun into that stadium if, granted, if the people who are letting you in are doing what they're supposed to do, <laughs> doing right. their job. You know, I'm I'm going to work off the assumption that we're in left center field. There's, I mean, there's no way they came from outside the park. If it's in, if it's in left center field, there's no way they got shot in the abdomen. One of them did anyway, from outside the ballpark. For me, yeah. that's the big kicker. Like where. Where were these two when they got shot? Well, like Tell I said, based that. on the video, it looks like they were in the stands. Right. And if they're, they're in the stands, it did not come from outside. There's, I mean, there's no, there's no way. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I would, I would agree. Um, so, I think we've exhausted most of the the interesting topics. Um, Update: Hawaii did not pull it off. They threw a pick on yeah. second down. Yeah, my bad. They uh, they they choked. Um, Good job. Good. Good job. <laughs> you have failed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you want to wrap it up? Final. You got anything you want to add or? Oh, big games start this coming weekend, buddy. Oh, for sure. We're a week out. For sure. Thursday night, Florida, Utah. I will be on the road, but tuning in. Um, I don't think, I mean, that's the only interesting thing for me on that night is I'll probably, oh, these are all Eastern time. I don't know. I might watch. I might watch Nebraska just to see what they do. First game with Matt Rule. Sorry. Um, UAPV's on the road at Tulsa. Uh, they're no, Tulsa's going to drop sixty on them. Yeah, I'm probably in on the Florida Utah game Friday. Do we have anything <laughs> Friday, buddy? Missouri State at Kansas. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, buddy. The Bears gonna come into come into Lawrence and and wear them out whoop on the Jay, Jayhawks. I mean, they, they might, they <laughs> might. If Bobby P was still there, they absolutely would. Right, absolutely. Although, I, I mean, I don't. Dude, I think Daniels perfectly serviceable quarterback. I think I think the Jayhawks will be fine. We don't have a big out of the. I mean, out of the shoot. I think the biggest matchup you got, like the most intriguing matchup on Saturday, they're 
biggest one that everybody's going to be tuned into is Colorado at TCU. That's what is what's Dion going to do? What is he going to do against? Good that's football. the. Uh, I you I'm I just want to. I'm not saying you're wrong. You think that Colorado TCU is a bigger game than LSU Florida State? I don't necessarily think it's a bigger game. I think as far as what people are going to be tuned into. Oh, see, I think LSU Florida State will be more tuned in because I think both of those teams are potential playoff teams. I'm, did I miss this? Did I miss that? Where? What time is that? Seven thirty. Oh, it's on Sunday. My bad. Yeah, I'm looking it's on Sunday. Wrong. So I was looking at Saturday only. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So on Saturday. Saturday yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Dude, can you uh, where's game day at? Do we know where game day is? Um, we can find out. Charlotte. Okay. For UNC USC. Mm. Okay. I guess, that's why, sh- they didn't, I guess that's why they didn't go to, to Tallahassee is because the game was on Sunday. Yeah. Because they 100% would have gone to Tallahassee if that game right. was on Saturday. Yeah. No doubt. South Carolina, North Carolina should be a decent little decent little game to watch, though. Um, You get, you get you know, first look at, at South Carolina, obviously. Right. And UNC is a top 25 team, so... You know, you're supposed to have a an improved South Carolina, so that should be a pretty good matchup. Uh, you know, I think it'll be a good one. Yep, that's all I got. Football's back. Football is back. When do we play? Three? I think so. Three o'clock. Western Carolina in Little Rock. Yes, sir. Should should, uh, shouldn't have an issue with that game. Um, If we do, there are problems that need to be rectified, my friend. Um, Because. You talk about the hot seat. You lose that game, you ain't even got to wait till next season. <laughs> <laughs> you Brett Bielema, that guy. Yeah, you 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 don't have to wait till next season, bud. You you lose that one, you're you're hot seat week two. That's <laughs> that is. Yeah. You better not. You better not lose another game this year. So you better beat Imagine. Alabama by thirty. If you, like, uh, you lose, lose game Western one, Carolina. you might as well just get in the car and drive to your retirement house in Hot Springs and get on the yeah. lake. Go back to Oklahoma, buddy. Like, yeah, that's that's gonna be rough. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back. What Friday? Oh, uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna be, we'll be off. So we're gonna have well, we're, recap uh, city. We're busy Friday because Kentucky's coming to Arkansas for a weekend. So are we doing? Are we doing an in person? Are we doing an in person show? 
week four, week four, episode four in person, in real life, face to face, hold hands the whole time. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, dude. Let's do it, bro. Another table. We can, we can do it. Let's do it. All right. There you go. So we'll do it Friday. Yeah, we'll do it Friday or Thursday. Do what? Uh, We could potentially do Thursday. Look at my calendar. Our, our, our waves of listeners need to know what day we're going to do our our episode we'll figure it out we'll figure it out whatever day it gets posted that's the day that we did it that's right (laughs) that's right all right we will see you next week be back (laughs) 